0: What's at the heart of content marketing? Why should I even do content marketing in the first place? How do I get the best results from it? If these are some of the questions you have, don't take our word for it. Let's talk content marketing with industry professionals. Discover its power and confront its challenges so that you can stand out from your competition. Join Ethan and Hendrik Baird from Baird Media and let's talk content marketing. Mary Gardner speaking with me here tonight on the podcast, the recording of Let's Talk Content Marketing. So you seem to be the expert. It says content marketing executive. That sounds very fancy mm-hmm. and, and important. But oh. let's go back to the prehistory first, if you don't mind. How did you get there? What was your journey like?
1: So it was very organic, very natural. So I, when I was in college, I studied media with a focus on journalism particularly print journalism and then also online. So at the start of my career, at the very beginning, uh, when I was interning, I wrote for online and then also print. And then when I graduated, the magazine I was interning at hired me as a content manager. So content management system, so CMS manager, but also content manager overall. So I mentored eight intern writers. I actually did a guest lecture at my old college where I was um it was part of a campaign to recruit intern writers and I actually I gave a few people a start in their careers. One of them is a comic book writer now and one's a successful author. So it's really nice to be able to help people at the start of their careers. But anyway, I digress. So content marketing became a very natural part of selling your content online because journalism is not so much just about reporting. It's an industry that supports the ad industry and magazines make money by reaching audiences, specifically target audiences. So when your reach is high, if you can show with your web analytics that you get you know a certain amount of traffic per day then you can sell more ads based on your website and so the whole objective from the start of my career was about marketing content and when I realized that I wasn't going to make you know real money with journalism, I just started focusing on content marketing as a whole. And I've been doing that for almost 12 years now. So that's been my whole career.
0: So marketing obviously is a very large kind of massive beast and content marketing, one aspect of that. So what is it and how does it fit into that overall marketing beast, if I can call it that.
1: Content marketing is a strategic approach to gear content towards a specific targeted audience. So whatever that audience is, so you create stylized content that has um, longevity, that has a storytelling arc that engages users or audiences or target audiences over a long period of time. And what this does is that it plants the story of the brand, the conversation of the brand, into the subconscious of the person. And this obviously relates to the, the marketing principle of keeping things personable Um, and this is why content marketing is so effective because it uses communication and storytelling to sell.
0: So what is the value of, of content marketing for a business and how does it differ from advertising or you know the other pillars of marketing?
1: Well the value is that it forms part of the whole marketing strategy and very specifically here we're talking about digital marketing and as I said as I said before it's about speaking to the customer and speaking to the audience and maintaining a narrative of you know the, the classic use cases and pain points of the customer in business when you focus on solving people's problems they come to you and they spend their money with you because they'd like to solve a, a particular problem and then content marketing supports this
0: I've read somewhere that if you're like somebody who has a nursery and you want people to come buy a plant, then you obviously have to write articles around, you know, plants and herb gardens or all those sort of things, which, as you say, solve issues for people so that you can then look like the expert and you become top of mind. And then when they need a a new plant for the garden, they'll rush off to, to your nursery because, you know, they've read so many of your articles and they've sort of become friends with you without you having to have actually engaged with them except on a content level.
1: Yes, it's natural, it's subtle, and it's a very important point that you make about being an expert. You have to establish yourself as an expert in your field or at least attempt to strive to because people, when they trust in you and they trust in your brand, they're more likely to spend their money with you.
0: You also said earlier longevity. That's an important word, isn't it? You can't just write content for today and tomorrow. It's got to have a long shelf life. How do you do that?
1: There has to be an arc to the storytelling. Everything has to link up. So there has to be an overall message. So what is our brand about? What problems are we solving? You know, how are we helping our customers get through whatever they need to get through? And so there will be a single thread that connects all of our articles. And then each article on its own, as you mentioned, should have longevity. It should, at least a significant period of time, remain relevant To the topic obviously i'm speaking very broadly now because we're not speaking about anything specific but i guess that is just the structure that we keep in mind when we consider what are we doing with our content marketing strategy the main idea has to be mapped out before any brainstorming happens before we do any paid ads on social media before we do any ppc ads and all those things that only comes after we figure out what is our message you know, what are we doing for our customers and how are we solving their problems? And then we maintain that through it, at least for, if we're looking at, you know, 12 months. So if we have a 12 month plan, what are we doing the first three months and how does our messaging connect from the first three months into the six, into the nine, into the 12? And at the end of the year, we could actually do an amazing roundup we could do a video could do a whole campaign interview campaign for how our whole story comes together
0: so you're touching on an important something i'm very passionate about it's repurposing content because we tend to make one piece of content and then think that's the end of that and we don't realize how much value there is in repurposing it how do you go about that how do you decide which content is the best to repurpose or which mediums to or formats to repurpose them into
1: So I think with repurposing, what's important is to keep everything consistent on each platform because different people use different platforms more often than not. So some people are just LinkedIn, some people are just YouTube, some people are just Instagram Reels or TikToks. So what we have to do is we repurpose our content for each channel say if we do one podcast or we do one expo where we have like a panel talk so we'll take certain excerpts and certain like you know text copy for linkedin and maybe a video for real and the most important thing i think when it comes to repurposing is to keep it short so when information is concise and digestible and it has a main point it's easily planted in the subconscious. So even if a person is just scrolling past and they see something, it's like, you know, people, there's so much going on online and everywhere. It's very difficult to grab someone's attention and have them just sit. But it's it's much simpler and more consistent if you can continuously remind people about your brand and what you're doing again and again and again and again. And the main point is not to convince people who aren't interested in what you have to offer. Converting people, oh, it's great. That's advertising's problem, right? Marketing, what we want to do is we want to reach the people who are all really interested because that target market is there. The research has been done. You know, when we know that an industry is worth $3 billion U.S. billion, we know the audience is there. What we're trying to do is we're trying to find them, right? So when we talk about the problems that they have and when we run ads or continuously, we have a consistent campaign with our social media posts we talk about these pain points, they will remember and eventually <laughs> they'll come back to it. So it is a long form strategy. It's not an instant solution. And I think often with business, especially small business owners, there's this idea that, you know, as a marketer, as a digital marketer, when you come in, you got to solve, you know, problems immediately. But especially with content, it takes time to build up the narrative.
0: Which, in your opinion, is the best kind of content to put out as your source content? Videos videos?
1: Absolutely, videos. Why? With research, what I found online, and it supports my own, I guess my own bias for the way I consume media and information the easiest way for me to engage with content is through video I and mean, then stats online really support this you know if you have a video on your landing page you have a high engagement you have, you have a lower bounce rate when you have a, a video in your landing page and what's really cool is that you can actually put the subscription box up in your video as well on the landing page so people on your landing page and the video the first thing that they see is a video that's a short video with a person smiling that talks about well, the reason why they came to your site. So if you are selling uh, pesticides, organic pesticides, for example, for gardening, and that video speaks first about why your organic pesticides are effective and why organic pesticides are better for the environment. And it's just, it really speaks to the person, then they're more likely to stay there than if it's just a static page with information and lots of text. Especially with online, what we see with happening with TikTok, for example, the engagement in TikTok is so high because the videos, they come in and they come on a loop and they're short and they're entertaining. And obviously with the reels as well. So yeah, videos, the future. <laughs>
0: That's really interesting. And and you're mentioning TikTok. And you know, for oldies like me, it's, I've no idea how to do that. I've now started a TikTok and I see you can do up to 10 minutes, but it is the shorter videos, the quickies that, that people are more interested in, because you can just browse, 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 you know, scroll, scroll, scroll down them. Do you think business are really getting into TikTok or is it still just for influencers or whoever?
1: Anything new was always adapted by the younger demographics at first, but I just use TikTok as an example because video content has existed before TikTok so we have the short videos we've always had videos on Instagram we've always had YouTube and now we've got reels, and we've got stories so video content is everywhere we can do it on LinkedIn, we can do it on facebook we can put it on our youtube embed it, and put it on our website it's just that video like our conversation now is so much more impactful than if we were for example just texting each other or emailing each other back and forth the way it's so easy for us to disseminate information between us on this video chat or just like you know seeing each other it's a lot more effective it's a lot more powerful and it it sits in the subconscious a lot stronger than just copy.
0: What tips or tricks or suggestions do you have for our listener who's uh, maybe a small business uh, and is really struggling to get into the the content marketing, you know, posting things regularly or writing blog articles? What advice do you have?
1: Start with a plan. Start with a content plan. So that's the main idea. But then also an actual plan, like a schedule. You can use an application like Loomly, which is really great for scheduling. It gives you a great overview of the whole month. If you're posting to Instagram, You can do a future grid post look and actually see how the tiles are laid out and how the content will be laid out. And you can start to create patterns for your social media. And then again, with the scheduling, what you have is consistency. So if you're looking to engage audiences, what audiences really enjoy, what humans enjoy is routine. So if every Monday they know they get a certain kind of post from you, they will check in and they will appreciate that. Every Monday, you do maybe a Mentoring Monday post. They know that they, okay, on a Monday, they're going to see that. And if they can rely on that from you, then they'll keep coming. But if you are thinking of doing social media, for example, or getting content out or blog articles, and very sporadically, you write one article here and one article there, it's, yeah, you're not going to see any results and you won't see um, increased engagement with that.
0: And at what point do you call in the services of a professional like yourself?
1: At the very start, (laughs) at the very start, the marketing budget is often the one that is left behind. And it's uh, because it's like, you know, it's hard to tell, are we getting a value for money? But a good way to tell what's happening with your marketing budget is to look at the analytics. So if you are hiring a content person slash social media person, or you're hiring an agency, make sure that you're always asking them for the analytics so that you can see what the rate is for acquiring new customers. So if you have a certain like ad spend, you know, this is speaking very broadly, like how much are you spending? And then with analytics, how to do is compare how much you're spending to how much traffic you're actually getting to your sites. So that's Google ads, for example. But yeah, you you need professional help from the beginning. And if you start off, I think, without pros, you're going to get a lot of stumbling blocks. And eventually, like down the line, you will hire someone and then they're going to have to work with like the scraps of sort of like what you've done. So it's better to start off proper. It's much more expensive to hire your own digital marketing team, but the easiest way is to go by referral for agencies. So I would definitely recommend an agency. If you are a smaller company and then also put them on sort of a, a contract basis or a review basis So see what they do in three months and then also educate yourself because there's no way you can ask the right questions of an agency and find out if they're actually doing what they're supposed to be doing if you don't know what's happening so you've got to educate yourself to if you're a small business owner you know large companies they don't there's whole teams to run those things but yeah
0: that's really good advice one of the big stumbling blocks for a small startup is budget you know like that's why people tend to try and do everything themselves and then as you say stumble very quickly how expensive or how cheaply how affordably can you do this or do you start slow and build up or do you go the whole hog what is your advice there
1: definitely start slow and then build up so whatever your budget is whatever you can spend you get what you pay for in most regards you know so the less you spend the less you're going to get and if you're spending less you need to lower your expectations if you're hiring someone who's just finished the college degree and they intern somewhere for like six weeks they can't give you the results that someone who's been doing it for 10 years can and so you, know, you negotiate you speak to agencies and you say okay i've got five thousand a month what can you do for me for five thousand a month what results can i see from five thousand a month how can i compare that how often can i view analytics can you explain these analytics to me and if they can't answer those questions for you then you know okay so you gotta you gotta shop around the first agency you find is uh, very specifically might be good for a certain field but not good for yours so you've got to have a look around and the best is referral and LinkedIn is amazing for that
0: Mary it's been great chatting to you thank you so much for joining me here today on let's talk content marketing and uh, yeah you can find Mary on LinkedIn Mary Garner and if you want to find out a little bit more about how to repurpose specifically a podcast I wrote a book about that. It's called uh, Purposefully Repurposed for Profit. And it's how to start with a podcast and turn that into a ton of content. And that is, of course, available on Amazon.com. And look out for the new book, Become a Podmaster, Everything You Need to Know to Master the Art of Podcasting, coming out in early 2023, also on Amazon. If you want to join the conversation, find Ethan and Hendrik on LinkedIn. Also, visit the Bade Media website to look at the range of content services we provide. You will find all the links in the podcast description.